Hey everybody, welcome to The World According to J-Caps. Holy shit, I had just, before this, tried to record an episode, and would you believe it, but I forgot to put on the beginning music, and I just turned on the recorder and started talking to it, and I was like, something's fucked up. Why is this episode totally suck? I'm like, I don't understand what's going on, so I talked for another 17 minutes. And I was doing the stupidest shit in that episode. I had no, it had no flow. I was, I was trying to watch things on YouTube while I was doing the podcast. And I was like, nah, dude, nah, nah. So I stopped it. And then I just like took a break, walked over on the corner. And then I came back here and turned the whole thing on again. And then it was like, holy shit, I forgot to put the fucking theme song on in the beginning. So I did that just now, and I feel a lot better about it. So, welcome to the show! It is December 19th, 192022. 192021 if you really want to think about it. And I live in America, so we use a different calendar than some people, but it's a shortened calendar to be sure. And as you know, if anybody knows how I think, the, the actual date is 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 Eve. It's on the eve of 23, but the full year is 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Well, not 23 yet. So that's a big thing. But a lot of people, we shorten it down and we just say December 2022. It sounds like stupid to me. If you ask me, I think the shorthand for the year is dumb. And I actually prefer 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's... That, to me, in my ears, sounds more accurate than whatever other shit that people are doing with the calendar. And I understand, like, the literacy rates nowadays is so bad. Almost as bad as it was in the Middle Ages. If we look at the literacy rates now, no other time in history except for the Middle Ages were people as illiterate as they are right now. People... If you go out there, most people can't even read a sentence to save their life. If they had a gun to their head and ask yourself before you laugh, before you mock your fellow man, I want you to think about this. If you had scopes, like several laser beam scopes all pointing at your head like and accurate, you try to move and they all follow you like a goddamn like it was like a like a sci-fi movie where like a million drones are on you. You know, like a sci-fi movie, like for instance, like just off the top of my head, the Sonic, Sonic 2, like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, you know, Uh, scopes on your head and you had to deliver a coherent sentence. Not a sentence, not your butchered whatever area of the country you live in slang that you're, little region calls itself English. I mean a proper coherent sentence. Who among us with 10 scopes pointed at their head with fucking trained snipers ready to turn 
our head into like an exploding watermelon, like in those videos when they shoot like machine guns at like a watermelon for some reason. You know how they do that in the summertime when I guess they don't have any knives. So they're just like, ah, just hang the watermelon up and just, I'm going to let me shoot first. I'm going to mow them down. Then you come running for them, but not the other way. Don't come running from them from the other side because what's going to happen is I'm going to mow you in half. And a lot of people, that's, hold on a second. I just also want to say, like, this is a joking around podcast, and, like, occasionally we will make, we will literally make fun of a guy who, a, a guy who stabbed a kid in the neck the day of, right? And then make a whole episode of jokes about it. But we have to also sit back and think about what is, you know, because a lot of kids every year do get killed in summertime mowing down, like, mowing a field of hanging watermelons in half with an AR-15 rifle, but you were coming the opposite direction, gun accidents in the home. And I know it seems like we just like have no, like we say whatever we want on the show, but I just want to say this before the theme song ends. Um, you know, uh, it's not right. It's not right to do, and I'm, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry about if you have ever been mowed down in a, chasing after the exploded watermelons of that were hanging in the backyard of machine guns and and i i am sorry and i don't mean to belittle your experience you know i don't i'm not that type of person that like hears about an experience and immediately thinks to belittle it but as i say that out loud i i also stop for a moment and think wait a minute you know the truth is Whenever I hear of someone's experience, I'm not only just, I'm trying to belittle, belittle it while it's being told to me. I think that there's something wrong with, with me where everyone, whenever anyone tells me of an experience, I just think, this stupid idiot is trying to tell me about an experience? How can I belittle it, right? So obviously I, maybe, maybe I am the problem. But just to track back, um, so you got like now 15 scopes at your head and now they're they're actually going in your eyes because you didn't even start to do your sentence that you have to say coherently. Otherwise, your head is going to get exploded like those watermelons in that vignette before. Right. So now you have to say a whole sentence. Do you even know how long a full sentence is? Are you one of these people that saw in like some elementary school baby book that a sentence like only could be short? Like, I want ham. Like, I want ham, right? Is a sentence. Is that what you think? Because you what you read that in kindergarten? Do you even do you even know what a sentence is? A proper, coherent sentence? And you got scopes at your head. Meanwhile, Say one wrong sentence. Say one fucking wrong, wrong comma in the sentence. Put a predicate in the wrong place or something like that. Your head's going all over, splattering. And there's nobody who's going to be running to, to come capture it and put and eat it, like in the, in the watermelon example. So what I'm saying is that, like, have a little respect for the illiterates, you know, in our country. who They are so stupid that that's how they feel every single day. 
when they have to do a coherent sentence. And it's like we're at a time right now where most people are like that, right? Most people are illiterate. So, um, you know, whatever I was talking about, that connected to that because I forget too. I don't know what I meant. I went on too many. What happened was I went on too many damn tangents, guys. So I fucked that one up. I fucked up. I couldn't try. I don't remember. I don't remember what I was talking about. I do remember that the watermelon thing had to do with the Middle Ages calling people stupid, but then I don't remember what was before that. And I think um, it was, pro- hopefully, it was making fun of um, something, but I don't remember. So anyways, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the news. Um, oh, uh, we're going to look at the news because that seems to be a tried and true thing that we can do on the show. All right. Today, uh, December... 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. The House January 6th committee recommends criminal charges against Trump four hours ago. Okay, so are they going to get? Are they going to get Trump? That are they going to get him yet? They've been really talking about this for a long time. How many fucking times? This is getting to be like, it's like it's sort of like you got to admit it's a little bit like Charlie Brown, where like. Ever since Trump got on the the presidential stage, there's been people saying like, "Yo, I'm gonna fucking arrest that guy next week." Watch this shit. They're like, "Yo, guess what? I I actually I got a case against him." They're like, "Yo, you want to see?" And every on the news, it's like, who was that one guy who really? He was really trying to tell everybody that he was had the guy arrested already. Mueller. Do you remember Mueller? I, whatever happened to Mueller? Did that guy die? Did Mueller get killed in the, like? In COVID, what happened to that guy? Because that guy, he he told all these people he was like, "I'm pretty much, pretty much by next week, I'm literally arresting the shit out of Trump." He never has been so arrested in his life, and I got him all all types of charges. Like I heard he like was fucking prostitutes, which again, like fucking prostitutes. Who cares? Like honestly, like say what you want about Donald Trump, but like. It sounds like he was partying pretty hard in that hotel room, right? And was it illegal? In Russia, probably not. Now, of course, were those girls sexually trafficked in, a, in like a negative way? Now, I don't know. And also, have I ever fucked prostitutes? No, I haven't. But like, I'm kind of like a goody two-shoes when it comes to that stuff. Like, I really pretty much, if I'm being honest, just masturbate sometimes. Not even a lot. Not even, truly not even a lot because... The, the truth is, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like not, I'm like, I'm like not, not even, I don't know, for, for whatever reason. I don't know what happens when you get, when you're, in, when you're a guy, sometimes like you're not constantly horny all the time. Or maybe you are and there's something wrong with me. Um, but, you know, like, am I going to see a doctor about it? Nah, dude. Honestly, I could, I don't want to deal with the hassle of like, trying to fuck all the time like can you imagine just like your brain is like i need to fuck somebody all the time and like you can't do anything productive because constantly you're like on the verge of rape that's terrible i'm glad i don't have that issue right and i don't feel like that's like like a real level-headed way to be so anyways so all i'm saying is that the way that uh mueller used to say how he was gonna arrest trump so bad Guy never did it. He never did it. And then, like, I feel like, I don't know, Trump probably did some other shit that, like, he got away with, dude. 
One thing you got to give Trump credit for, he gets away with shit. Even if he did it, even if he didn't do it, he's like OJ in the way that OJ never... Well, OJ did go to jail, but in the beginning from killing that lady who he was married to or whatever, I don't know what happened with the OJ case either. That's how stupid I am. And, 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 and you can guarantee, and that's a J-Caps, that's a world according to J-Caps promise. I... I promise I will never look at what the story's actually about. I will 100% always just say what I think it looks like as if a dog is look, a dog look, as if you showed the newspaper to a seal, right? Think about it. I, I promise that... Hold on a second. No, just, we're just, stand by, stand by. This is the J-Caps commitment to you, the listener of The World According to J-Caps. This is actually part of my 401-501-4050-40501-C3PO. Um, it's like a positive thing I'm doing. Let me start that again. All right. All right. I, J-Caps, pledge to never read the actual story. I, I feel like the most important thing that I can give you is to just imagine you showed the news to a seal, like a seal that was at the uh, aquarium. So like it had been around people before. It's not totally stupid, but like it's still a seal and it doesn't really know about all the different, you know, all the different headline shit like I do. Like I know at least what the countries are and shit. I promise to give the exact same opinions, views, that that seal in the aquarium would and that's my jcaps pledge to you so um anyways as i was saying so like donald trump is allegedly finally going to jail but unfortunately we don't know if that shit's gonna happen i feel like they're really gonna go lucy van pelt pull the pull the um what is what is that uh thing that she always pulls from charlie brown was the thing called like it's like some type of it's like some type of instrument to <laughs> caps how dare you how dare you pretend that you forgot what a football is no but i'm telling you i in that moment i genuinely i genuinely thought that i forgot shut up caps that's it that's reckless that's reckless endangerment of the podcast to to actually act like you never knew what a football is just for the sake of sounding even stupider you know what? You know what, dude? Listen, Spencer Fullerton Baird. The audience probably doesn't even remember you from Grading Animals. All right, so your cachet on this podcast to constantly tell me that I'm wrong is losing power, my friend. Because I don't know if you know who's in charge, but the more I don't make Grading Animals the web series, the more people forget about you, Spencer Fullerton Baird. And what do you think about that? Well, that's fine, Caps. Fact is. I, Spencer Fulton Baird, am in Wikipedia for all the great things I did in my life. And I'll remind you, Caps, you are not. Holy shit, sick burn. Honestly, sick burn. You know what? Spencer Fullerton Baird, you honestly sobered me. You sobered me up in the middle of the podcast. You're right. So anyways... You're right. I did not forget what Lucy Van Pelt pulls from Charlie Brown. It is, in fact, um, 
uh, a suitcase. Um, what the fuck do you call it? It's all right, cool. So the next, so but but let's really talk about. So Donald Trump. I don't really care about Donald Trump that much. I gotta say, I never. I I don't know. I don't. I stopped caring about Donald Trump in the middle of the thing because in the middle of the pre, like when he was president because it was like everybody was so annoying about it and I was just like I don't I don't care about all this annoying shit. I'm not, like I don't want to be annoyed. Is that so wrong that I don't want to be annoyed by annoying people who have to annoy me about shit? Like, what am I going to do? I didn't vote for Donald Trump, so stop annoying me. And that's why I don't know what exactly happened with this January panel's final hearing thing. But I mean, listen, it would be cool. I think if, if he got arrested, I think that's kind of cool. I'm on the side where I think it's cool. I'm not on the side of like, like my whole life is going to melt down if it turns out that Donald Trump goes to jail for what did he do actually they're sending him to jail for like telling everybody to go to the, to have like a bonfire at the remember that whole thing with the they they like didn't they go and like put their ass cheeks on the side of the white house and like mush their their buttholes onto the side of um the white house and just literally like sploosh diarrhea on like a portrait of George Washington or something like that. That is ironic because do you know that back in the day of here, do you ever know? I just want to ask you guys something. If you do, if do you ever know, I'm going to give you guys a, do you ever know? Do you ever know that back in the, Middle Ages times, and a little bit after the Middle Ages times, like kind of like the 14, 1500s, like when there was like, um, you ever heard of King Henry VIII? King Henry VIII used to love, his favorite thing was to like marry a girl and then immediately chop her head off as soon as he busted inside of her. (laughs) Oh man, As as, as soon as he busted inside of Anne Boleyn, he had a guillotine set up to immediately chop her head off. And what he would do is he would actually be be like pounding out the girl, like the the wife, like Anne Boleyn. And like, I forget, Anne Boleyn was the first one who, who he ever did this to. And then, because he could, because he could only bust if there was a guillotine coming down on the girl's head. And listen, I hear that and I'm like, that's so stupid. Why would you, why would that make you hard even in the first place? Like, so you're telling me that these kings and shit got, got down like that? They were, no, and I only bring up King Henry VIII because when you hear that story, you're like, what the fuck was going on in those days? But the problem is, and I'm going to connect this with the January 6th hearing thing, but you see, the thing is, what people don't know is King Henry VIII and his whole entourage, and this is true, also used to shit his pants constantly. And after they eat, they would literally just go in the corner of the castle and just shit like on the fucking stairway. And the entire place was so covered in human shit and also vomit. But like they were like those whenever you watch a show like of Kings and it's all super clean that's not how it went down, dude. That entire place was covered in shit like they like they overturned like an outhouse and it was just all type of sloshing around the floor like a deck of a boat, right? So when you think about that, then it's like, 
oh, I get why King Henry VIII could only bust when a guillotine was coming down on the girl's head because they just lived in crazier times than we did. And so when you think about that, and you think about like the January 6th guy with his ass cheeks literally pressed up against the cold stone of the White House, and his ass pole is mushed into an oil painting of George Washington, and he's like drinking like a, a cold Frappuccino um, Starbucks, one of those cold Frappuccinos, and also eating like a gas station hot dog with all types of mustard and shit on it at once, trying to get himself to spl- sploosh, again, the word sploosh, diarrhea on on the wall, then it's like, you know, it's like, okay, again, this guy probably also can't read and just like in the Middle Ages, where like the guy from the Middle Ages. So you can kind of forgive, you can kind of forgive, you know, that it's like, you know, they know not what they do. It's just if they had learned to read. Caps, I actually am going to cut in here because what I want to clarify, what I want to clarify is that that we're not making, (laughs) we're not saying, hey, listen, if out there, if you're listening out there and you did go to, in good faith, you went to January 6th and you were just like, just trying to like sploosh a little diarrhea, have a little fun. You didn't really, you didn't think much of it. You were just like, it's going to be, I'm mostly going for like the hang. I'm mostly going to like, mostly tailgate. I'm going to drive there and I just want to tailgate. I'm not even going to participate in any of like the, you know, trying to like, like remove statues or like take over the building or anything. And it seems like I'm making fun of you personally, like, I mean, listen, we should all be able to take a joke, right? Like, let's let's be able to take a joke. Now, in hindsight, now that, like, they're coming at, like, I think that a lot of even people who went to the January 6th thing got arrested. So you can see the kind of, like, it wasn't the right place to be, kind of, right? So is all I'm saying. So anyways, but I think, I think that we, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say there were some funny bits in there, but I think that uh, Spencer Fullerton Baird actually ruined that bit. So you're welcome. Now on to. All right. Something else with the fucking some other depressing shit. Let's see what the fuck this even means. All right. The Supreme Court temporarily pauses lifting the Title 42 border restrictions. Texas DHS react. Border crisis. 19 states taking battles to Supreme Court. Border battle over migrants at the southern border. Chief Justice Roberts briefly haunts halts decision banning border expulsions. Damn it! What is the story? What is the story about? Um, it's. It, I think it's about the border and this guy, Chief Justice Rod Roberts, and he has halted the lifting of Title Forty Two, and Texas says that Title Forty Two should continue. And today's order is a step in the right direction, and it prevents or helps prevent or prevents to help illegal immigration. And the ACLU says a federal appears court was right to deny a request to delay the end of Title 40, Title 42, inhumane policy, disorder in children, families, harm's way, Title 42, immigration, Title 42, immigration, Section 1984 of 1944, Department of Homeland Security, government restrict immigration, public health, migrants quickly remove emergency health, Supreme Court, GOP states, health care, Supreme Court, SCOTUS, Supreme Court, Biden, 19 states, 
breaks, freeze, temporary, Title 42, appeals, temporary. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, dude. Damn it. I'm afraid that I have to come clean finally in this episode. I'm just going to be honest with everybody. Kind of feels like a weight after off my chest because the truth is is that I make a lot I make a big joke on this show because I'm like I uh I don't read the articles, right? But the truth is I don't know how to read. And I only know how to read a few words and then I'm just like I skim the rest. And then the words that I remember from the first part, I just look for them in the body of the writing. And I don't know what anything even means at all. So it hurts me, but I don't know what any of these articles say. And I just like want to participate. I want to participate in making fun of stuff because making fun of stuff is the only thing that I ever liked. When I was growing up, life was not like it was a little bit boring. Every time somebody told me to try to learn to read, I'd be like, I don't like it. I don't want to look at any of the words. So I learned to make fun of stuff. So whenever someone would come at me with some topic, I would just say, I don't understand what that is. That's, that looks stupid. And I never bothered to learn to read ever. And now doing this show, it's a little bit of a problem because I want to make more fun of some things, but I don't know what they are. So anyways, very good caps. Very good Very good to avoid. Sometimes, you know what, caps? Sometimes I see your, I see your grift. I see your grift. The, maybe the audience can't see your grift, but I see your grift. You don't, if you think that, if you think the topic is too much of a hot button topic, you avoid it by feigning ignorance. Feigning, you, you try to hoodwink the audience and say that you can't read. When meanwhile, you don't want to read anything and make a mean joke. Au contraire, mon frere. Au contraire, mon frere. You didn't know I learned how to speak French in that little part. No, I don't care about saying things that hurt people's feelings. No, I don't. But I don't want to click on the article and read it because I don't know how to read. Spencer. What the fuck do you know? Oh, I don't know. I am a Smithsonian fixture on Wikipedia. I also drew half of the animals that that you put in your show. That's right. Easy to try to try to wriggle out of this one, Spencer. But I know that under your masks, you're just my own negative self-view. Stand by. You're, what you're listening to is the, uh, the World According to J-Caps, which is both um, a podcast, a radio play, and right now it is sponsored, again, by uh, Google Chrome, which is a, uh, which is a, it's a website that has a search engine on it. And it's, what you could do is you use it like a website, like you, like, you know, when you go to a website, you, you type in Pornhub, P-O-R-N-H-U-B. You can use it normally like a website, but you can also, in the field where you would usually type that, you can also write like, why is the sky blue? 
um, or you can ask um, how much weight is in a pound or here's one that I like to, to put in from time to time how to learn to read and if you click it what you can do is you can start to learn to read on their video channel which is called YouTube so I want to remind everybody right now to check out google.com and google chrome and google which is google what the word means is to look something up on a website besides Pornhub. All right, cool. We are back. We're back and I think we're going to we're going to still go to the news. We're still going to go to the news because those are the buttons that I have really. I have like a news button. Uh but I also have like a one like this. It's like All right. We're in about we're about halfway into the show. It's about halfway. It's about 30 minutes into the show and we're here at The World According to J-Cap's top story. Your briefing for tonight, Harvey Weinstein. Whatever happened to that guy? But he got convicted of three of seven charges, including rape. All right, Harvey Weinstein, back in the, uh, back in the public eye. Apparently, he did the rapes. And even with his weird dick, which allegedly he has a weird dick. It's, it's well known. Apparently, his dick looks like, let's say... Okay, let's say, and this is actually going to be a cautionary tale. So, some people might have heard of cock rings, right? I've never personally used one, as I told you earlier. For whatever reason, I have a very, very diminished libido. But some people are constantly thinking about fucking, and they use all type of shit on their dicks to make the fucking better. And one of the things that I've heard people use is a cock ring. Now, in this horrific story that I'm about to tell you, a one Harvey Weinstein put a cock ring on. And unfortunately, his cock, the part where he put the ring on, it squeezed so hard that like it went like very small. Like you've have you ever doubled up a um if you ever doubled up a, a rubber band and it gets really super strong? Or if you ever take one of them thick rubber bands and like triple it up, right? Well, that's what it was like when they put it, when Harvey Weinstein put that shit on his dick, right? And what happened was it squeezed all the blood into the top of his dick, turning it into like a dick pickle, right? And it got all totally swollen, but the dick was not hard. So it got swollen into this horrific nub. And then when they cut the, um, the rubber band off of him, um, it stayed like that. So his dick looked almost like a butt plug. So Harvey Weinstein's dick was like, a small butt plug, right? And that's the dick. The, the horrific part of the story is like, when, when you talk about Harvey Weinstein, you know, convicted of rape, but the, the, what adds insult to injury is that these women were raped with a weird dick that looked like a butt plug that flopped around, actually. It was because of the rubber band cutting, like, his dick blood vessels off and, like, turning the dick pickle into it, right? It... It like loosened like the natural like boner right boner muscle. So what happened was he got this weird dick and he he at that moment when that happened he was like you know he his mind turned so he it's in a way it's like yeah he's a psychopathic like uh, rapist right but also he also has this weird dick so it's like if they made a movie about him it would obviously be an, he'd be the villain but. 
the fact that he had that weird dick because of the the uh, cockering incident would be the way that like the storytellers add humanity to his character because who among us with with dicks at least w- imagine that that happened to us and we're like Jesus Christ I mean that would be a huge blow to my mental state of being right um and you know you know and if you have chill like if you have a, ch- a child who has a penis like you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to hear something bad happening to a kid's penis, right? That's terrible. So, like, you can imagine in empathy, even if you're if you don't have a penis, imagine like you accidentally like wore a bra too tight and it squeezed one of your boobs so that it was like your boob looked like like a gigantic butt plug on your chest, but the other boob looked normal. Like, don't you think that that would have an effect on your like emotional being, or if like some other type of weird shit like happened? Like, what happened for you? What if you? wore a watch too tight one time. Like one day you wore a watch too tight and then all the blood got squished into your hand and then you had a big puffy like football size hand, right? Imagine that. I think that might be hard in life, right? So all I'm saying is that before we um condemn Harvey Weinstein to death as I believe that he should he should die for his crimes. But just for a moment, think of his fucked up um butt plug like dick and have a shred you know like not even a shred not even like a sprinkle of empathy for someone who has a fucked up dick right so that's actually that was only happened 50 minutes ago so we're really on top of that story um oh yeah did you know about this thing i heard about this i think this happened a while ago but did you ever heard of the band Arcade Fire? Did anybody ever hear of the band Arcade Fire? I had never heard about this band for years. I only found out about the Arcade Fire from like during the pandemic, believe it or not. I had never heard of them before. Um, I heard that they had like popular songs, but I just never, nobody ever sat me down and, and was like, this is this band. This is what they sound like. And I think that's the problem. That's the problem with. Um, with with bands that are off the beaten path. I mean, I love indie rock. I've always been a big proponent of indie rock, big time. But the problem is, indie rock, it's like, unless you listen to like an indie rock radio station, which I've never even heard of. I remember when I was a kid, there was an indie rock radio station. And um, it's like when I was a kid, I didn't have the time to just go and listen to the radio whenever I want. I had to go to school and shit. So I would always be like, oh yeah, I'm really into that radio station. But the truth is, like, how many times did I hear it when I was my mom was driving me somewhere? You know, like, never. And then when I got older, it's like, I don't know, I think I just listened to hip-hop. So it was like, I missed out on the cool indie rock radio station times. So all of my indie rock comes to me from, like, word of mouth, pretty much. And I have been notoriously antisocial for the last 15 years. So when the hell am I going to hear about any new bands? So, which brings me to the band Arcade Fire, which uh, I just found out about this over the summer and over, not the summer, over the pandemic. And they were pretty good. I actually couldn't believe that I had never heard of them. And some people have said that they sound like um, the Talking Heads, but I don't find them to sound like the Talking Heads. I find them to sound like their own thing. I think sounding like your own thing is the most important thing that I appreciate in an artist. So when I heard about the 
lead singer of Arcade Fire having toxic affairs, toxic manipulating affairs with fans. I was like, holy shit. I thought he was just fucking them. Because as you know, he's a big, huge, famous rock star. And a lot of times over the years, rock stars, it's weird. They... They're rock stars are considered in society society often disproportionately attractive to women than regular schlub failures, right? It's a weird thing. It's a it's a really weird thing because the thing is, really, it would be cool if um sexual attraction between, you know, humans was an even playing field, almost like a communism, if you will. But the truth is only the most super successful, like rich and powerful type people are the ones to wield like a, a specific type of attractiveness where they can have all these type of wild, illicit relationships with people. So such as the case of like the rock star of the band Arcade Fire, Wynn Butler. So I don't even think that like he even Harvey Weinstein, any of these girls, like just full on raped him. Because Harvey Weinstein, what happened was the guy, Wynn Butler, he didn't ever had to rape, he didn't rape anybody because he didn't have to like do all that legwork. Like basically, Harvey Weinstein is like a gross old troll and he has to like go and actually pounce on the women, you know, doing a full rape, right? But like Wynn Butler, he just sits back and attracts it. Like he just is like, Yo, I'm a motherfucking rock star, like, and because of that, the cachet that being a rock star holds, there apparently are, like, a lot of women who will definitely fuck him, like, no problem. Like, they're like, yeah, no, no problem. Like, can we please schedule, like, a time that we can have sex? And, like, you know, this sounds all fine and good to the average schlub failure, you know, right? But the truth is, it comes with... It comes with a uh, like its own set of problems because as we have, as we read now, or as I would read, but I don't want to real I don't really want to really read the story. I'm just looking at the the headline: Fifth person details Arcade Fire frontman Win Butler's allegedly manipulative toxic behavior. So five people say that he was not chill in bed, right? And I'm just like thinking like. As a rock star, like from if I if it was me as a rock star and all these people were like saying like like what used to be our fun, um, like below the radar rock star to fan sexual relationship. Now it's becoming manipulative and toxic. I would be like, all right, what am I about to do? Should I like chill out, not be banging so many people right now? Or maybe if I come out with like a fucking amazing banger that like is just like unequivocally gets all the fans back on my side i can just coast through this like a real like a fucking like michael jackson like a real fucking rock star just being like let me harness my abilities to fucking kick this football down the field a little longer and it's like because i think that like in the beginning of these toxic relationships that Wynn Butler was having, I think in the beginning there was, I think it was like good times. Like I have to imagine that when he got into these relationships with these fans, 
he didn't want it to become manipulative and toxic. You know, it's one thing, and and here's another thing. And before you say that I'm become I'm becoming a manipulative, toxic behavior apologist, let me just tell you something that I personally know about Win Butler. Don't ask me how I know, but Win Butler also suffers from the same condition that Harvey Weinstein has, where a few years ago he put on a cock ring, and the, his dick. It was actually kind of hard, which is like worked in his favor. His dick was semi-hard when he put the cock ring on. And also the same exact thing happened where he his like the blood went into his dick and it became like a pickle, but it shrunk the connective tissue at the base of his dick. So he had a like a big floppy weird dick that but like it couldn't get hard, but it was kind of like a pickle, but it was like connected really wonkily at the at the base. It's almost like He's afraid to pump too hard because he's afraid that like the, his dick will come off inside the girl. So you know what I'm saying? It's like what, if you have a dick that's normally attached to your body, you are not afraid of like thrusting, right? Because you're like, my dick's not going to fall off. It's it's connected to my body. But for guys like Win Butler and Harvey Weinstein, they have to their th- their whole thrusting is all fucked up because they have to at once try to thrust because obviously that's the the fun part of sex what a lot of people don't know about this is that sex is actually fun for the guy because of the thrusting because of the the way the pussy feels around the uh, around the dick i don't know if ever i don't know if anybody has ever broken this down before but that's the that's what's cool that's one that's one major sensation aspect that's very that's very um what do you call it? At least right now in vogue when it comes to sex. And for Wynn Butler and Harvey Weinstein's weird dicks that are barely like holding on by a thread to their bodies, if they thrust too fast, the truth is their dick will fucking come off in the girl's body and it'll bleed out all of the fucking blood that was making it hard in the first place. The girl will be like, I must have had my, it'll be like a period for her, but it'll be kind of traumatic because obviously when Butler's manipulative and toxic so this is not loving sex from a a partner that makes them feel secure this is you know some type of arrangement sex in the first place so like it can only aspire to you know you know in the shadows like secretive behaviors like right it's like a relationship built on faulty foundation cannot last right so but again and again like I think that instead of rushing to judgment about that this rock star took advantage of all these women who wanted to fuck him every day of all, like every time he played a concert, like he literally couldn't play a concert in some like small club because the place was filled with too many chicks that wanted to fuck him that they had to like get a stadium for it. Right. And, you know, and it's like who among us wouldn't try to like, be like, all right, well, I mean, I guess I'll fuck one of you. Like, what? how about just one? Like, just to try it? And it's, I, I heard his wife said it was okay. He was, like, begging. By the way, what this is what you don't know about. The guy, Wynn Butler, was begging. He was a faithful husband. When they started their band, they were just, like, in a relationship. They didn't know that, like, be, that making a big, huge rock band would destroy their relationship from, from the inside and hollow them out into fucking... Um, Basically, they feel like uh, associates together. But in the beginning, they were in love. But then all of these women, basically, what they found out, they thought they were a popular indie rock band. But the truth is, is that 
the real reason people were coming to see their band is because they all wanted to fuck Win Butler. Yes, they liked the music. No doubt about it. I heard the band Arcade Fire for the first time over the pandemic, and I was like, no, they're good. Like, they're doing their own thing, which is the highest thing an artist can aspire to. Um, but I, the guy, the main singer was dressed up like a skeleton. I didn't even understand what I was looking at. I didn't understand. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, is this the White Stripes? Why are they dressed like that? I hate, I honestly hate fucking bands that have to wear a costume. I think if you have to wear a costume, your band sucks. That's stupid. Don't wear a fucking costume. Like, here's what you're allowed to wear when you're a band. You're allowed to wear jeans. You're allowed to wear a t-shirt. You're allowed to wear a hoodie. You're allowed to like, you can also, if your band is a ska band, you can wear a suit. If your band is a ska band. If you play classical music, you can wear a suit. If you play jazz, you can also dress nice. If you play soul, you you can wear a suit, but like honestly mix it up. Like don't look like fucking, just look sharp. Like anyway, but so, but what happened was, yeah, like the whole reason people were even made Arcade Fire famous is that he's super fuckable, the main guy. And what happened was they he tried to like stay true to his wife for as long as possible. Like like he especially when they came out their first album, it was like had a feather on the front of it and it was like there was a few there was a few good songs on there. Um th- yeah, like that whole album cycle he did not he did not fuck one fan that whole entire time. He did he did get a couple of blowjobs and he did get to squeeze a a girl's tit. But the girl just she she literally mushed her tit right into him and and like he was like actually just trying to be like whoa whoa excuse me but then just got a handful of like like and just it was overflowing out of his fingers like you know what i mean like it was a huge tit like so it was like the fact like he was going to end up touching the tit anyway right but he tried to be good but then after like i don't know how many albums they've put out like hundreds of albums and now it's just like business as usual between the lead singer and his wife who's in the band. Um, and unfortunately, and this is the sad part, and this is a really sad part, the, the wife has, like, has not had a lot of luck in banging fans. It's just weird because it's like a disproportionate thing. It's like the lead singer gets all types of girls literally just like, putting their pussy they they wear a skirt and they're not even wearing underwear they just like are like rubbing their leg on his like they're rubbing their crotch on his leg like smearing themselves on his like jeans right whereas the type of guys who come to the shows they're a bunch of pussies they're not even like they like they like if if the girl uh if his wife i think her name is regine almost like vagina kind of regine vagine kind of right and also it's french but the guys who come to the arcade fire show, they like if if she looks at him, like she looks out at the audience also looking to fuck, and it's like the guys in the audience are afraid to meet her gaze. They're just like they see her looking at him that and then they just like look down. They're too scared. And I want I want to be I wanna say like that is that is sometimes women can be uh, intimidating to guys. I will be honest. I I think sometimes women, if they're very pretty, they're intimidating to guys, and especially guys at Arcade Fire who like they don't they don't even know how to like. They're like a little bit indie rock fans, you know, and like like what is an indie rock fan if not like a, a pussy, right? Kind of. When you think of indie rock, what is indie rock? 
um, what is it? Uh, a a a a pseudonym for sort of like a like a wimpy pussy guy. Who are the greatest? Who are the biggest entities of indie rock? Elliot Smith, Kurt Cobain, both skinny heroin addicts who like popularized a type of like. Uh, let's say masculinity that's like oh I'm so skinny I'm so fucked up I haven't eaten anything right and they both killed themselves right and that's like the template for indie rock so but um you know so anyway I will say that Wynn Butler I would say here's the thing Wynn Butler you should have not like you should have had a little bit of discretion. And I understand like you have a weird penis and like it sucks. I, I can't imagine what that would be like. But I want to also remind you that you have a wife who will seems to be totally cool with your weird dick. And hey, listen, I also understand that like when you're in a relationship like your relationship a long time, like, yes, the pussy gets boring, right? Like you you're not even interested anymore, right? But you know, does that mean that you now look what happened? You you tried to fuck a bunch of fans and now you got more problems than if you just, you know, I, I understand like you're a huge rock star. So it's like, you know, you you feel like you're entitled to it. But, you know, I'm just going to say um, for me, for me, I, I'm going to say uh, I'm, I'm going to now have to listen to Stars, uh, which is a different Canadian indie rock band. And who I think they're also a guy and a girl. I don't know if they're married, but um, but now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take stock out of Arcade Fire, who is I bought I bought Arcade Fire stock in the pandemic, and now I think you're kind of tanking the brand. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually diversify. I'm gonna put some money into Stars. I'm also gonna put some money into um the new pornographers because uh, as well as um. You know, and I think I'll, and I'll think I, you know, I have also, I I own some letter, Leonard Cohen. I think they're safe. That's like a, that's a safe. They don't have a lot. They don't have too many peaks and valleys. They're not a wild stock to own, but they have a consistent return. If you're if you want to invest in in Canadian artists, it's never a, Leonard Leonard Cohen is not a bad investment. Um, they're less volatile. Like this is volatility. Uh, that. Win Butler is in an Elon Musk style way trying to shake things up at the top. You know, he he has his arcade fire thing that he's doing. He got notoriety from that. But, you know, it's like, let's say these manipulative, toxic relationships are, let's call it Win Butler's Twitter. That's very good, Caps. I, I think that what you're doing is, is um, I, I like the niche. I like the niche. Um, like you can only understand what you're talking about uh, if you are if you if you if you know the lingo sort of thing that you're good at that sort of grading animal style, right? Listen, Spencer Fullerton Baird, I was reading off of our sponsor, Google News, where you can find information about Arcade Fire, um, the January sixth thing, the Supreme Court, anything like that, but. Remember, to use Google News, you have to be able to read. 